0: And now, breaking news from migraine sufferer Whoopi Goldberg about NERTECH ODT Remegipant 75 milligrams.
1: I got big news. Now NERTECH ODT is the
2: first and only medication proven to treat and prevent migraines. This is big time. Don't take if allergic to NERTECH ODT.
0: The most common side effects were nausea, stomach pain, and indigestion.
2: For important safety information, prescribing information, and patient information, visit NERTECH.com. Ask your doctor about NERTECH today.
0: NERTECH, no baby. Well, hello there, and welcome to the AFA podcast, the official podcast of animationforadults.com. I am Chris, and I am back! I am back, baby! Yeah, (laughs) woo! Uh, Yeah, so this is episode 31 um, of the AFA podcast, and if you want to listen to previous episodes, you can do so by going to animationforadults.com itself, or by by downloading them from iTunes, or going to Stitcher, or podcast.com. And you can also follow us on Twitter at AFO blog. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Pinterest, Google Plus, and uh, Tumblr. And I am joined this week by Dan. Hello, Dan. Hello, Chris. How's it going? Okay, thanks.
3: I got a little bit of a horse voice thing going on, but otherwise, <laughs> great. Thanks.
0: Awesome. Um, and... Bye, Rachel. Hello, Rachel. Hey, Chris. It's good to have you back. Thank you. It's good to be back. I'm not quite sure what I'm doing. It's going to be interesting. Um, back in the driver's seat. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> hey, by the way, awesome job on the episodes where I wasn't here. They were awesome. <laughs> I enjoyed listening to them very much. And, Thank um, you very much. Yeah, because uh, yeah, I was sick and then... Then other things happened as well and we, we did miss like a couple of recording sessions, so sorry guys, but we are back, hopefully for the foreseeable future. <laughs> <laughs> and we are also joined once again, after a little while off, by Yvonne. Hello Yvonne.
4: Hello, I've missed you guys. We missed you too. <laughs> uh, yeah, no uh, no horse no horses for me. No horse voice for me. Yeah. <laughs> I've been Managing to keep healthy.
0: (laughs) And you've been very, very, very busy with um, Animation Nights New York and stuff. Um, And there's one coming up very soon, isn't there?
4: That's right. Uh, Wednesday, March 9th at 8 p.m. That's our next show. So we're actually, it's super exciting. We're going to screen one of Bill Plumpton's shorts. And we're also screening a short by Misha Klein, which I've (laughs) talked about um, many times. You can actually watch it online. Um, uh, His short called Fred and... I don't know if you guys ever watched it, but it's fantastic. It's a stop motion uh, film, but he's, he's worked on tons of different things. Misha Klein has, he's worked on uh, moral oral and, and, uh, and he worked on Anomalisa actually too Ooh. as an animator. Yeah. I was hoping he was talking about maybe flying out, but I don't think he's going to be able to make it. Um, Cause um, he's got a lot of family stuff and, and uh, I mean, good stuff happening. Mm-hmm. And um <laughs> And um, yeah, anyway, I'm a huge fan of his. And so that's going to be great. And Bill Plumpton, I'm a huge fan of his as well, of course. So I'm I'm super excited. We've got another beautiful lineup of films. And um, we've got the reservation uh, numbers are super high. (laughs) So we're just going to gear up and uh, probably do our tech run tomorrow. (laughs) And I'll be doing my um, ritual of um, watching the full program again while I fold programs. <laughs> so <laughs> no, it's been good though. And, um, the L sea festival has been really cool too. Like, uh, cause we have a, you know, that's where our home is through April, uh, Animation Nights home. Um, so, uh, there have been all kinds of really interesting shows and chef demos and experimental music performances and kids workshops. And, uh, and all kinds of stuff, and um, you know the crowds are getting larger as the temperature slowly um, rises in the South Street Port, South Street Seaport area. So it's been cool.
0: <laughs> I guess I've got to try and edit this to get this out in time now, don't I? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <No laughs> pressure. We keep doing this uh yeah no so, so you might have missed it already i'm sorry um exactly yeah.
4: but then so then you know try april 13th yeah. <laughs> market calendar we're, we're, getting, we're getting super
0: early on that one yeah that's
1: <laughs> right uh, that's the trouble because
0: because we missed missed it last week recording <laughs> and we could have plugged it in but uh, we didn't do one so yeah everyone
2: <laughs> it was it was it was trouble, uh tight getting everyone get yeah. everyone uh together
4: that week so whoops <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Uh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, no, it's cool. Honestly, I think we have almost like a 1,000 films submitted
1: um, Whoa. at this point. Whoa.
4: I know, since September of last year when this whole uh, journey began, or whatever, you know. It's and, been um, quite a journey. Right? And, um, yeah, and we're still, uh, you know, ramping up for uh, a Best of Festival um, after September of year of. September of this year so nice. I know I know and um, I mean there'll be um, much more news about that um, as we nail things down um, but lots of like, really really exciting stuff um, is happening and and uh, honestly I don't know I mean I, at this point I kind of feel like I'm shepherding something to its rightful position in the world <laughs> that's, that's kind of like my, my that's duty an awesome is feeling. to this and it really feels that way, you know. I'm just kind of helping, um, helping shepherd. <laughs> so, yeah. Submit your short films <laughs> and come and join us. Uh, admission is free.
0: Free. <laughs> free things are good. Um, <laughs> and so with cartoons. So go see them. Yes. Um, uh, yes. Uh, our main topic later is going to be the... Isao Takahata film only yesterday, which has finally arrived in North America after 25 years. Um, it's
2: fresh. about damn time.
0: <laughs> with a fresh English dub starring her out of Star Wars Daisy Ridley and him out of Slumdog Millionaire Dev Patel. I didn't. I didn't want to be mean and say him out of um, Avatar. Oh. No, Avatar: The Last Airbender, <laughs> the movie. To, to be fair. <laughs>
2: To be fair, he was one of the be- better actors in that movie.
0: And also, <laughs> like, the only Asian person <laughs> anywhere in front of the camera, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, Wait, wash. <laughs> um... Glossing. Glossing. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we will be talking about that later, or some of us will, because I unfortunately <laughs> have not been able to see it, what with not being in America and also... Well, I suppose I've had like 10 years to watch your DVD, but I haven't. Uh... You'll get there, Chris. You'll <laughs> I'm, get there. Te- I'm sorry, I'm terrible. Um, <laughs> but Don't while, give up hope. But before that, we've got all the usual news and stuff we've been watching and stuff like that. And uh, just a few updates about animationforadults.com itself. Uh, there's lots of great content on there at the moment that you might want to check out if you haven't done already. Including a just got up today, a awesome review of Zootopia from Rachel. Um, and Rachel also wrote our review for Only Yesterday. And Dan wrote the review for Boy and the Beast from Mahamura Hasoda that is also just come out in US cinemas via Funimation. Um, and I also wrote a review of the rather controversial third, um, third part of the Evangelion uh, remake series, 3.33 three, three. and then obviously there's all the news and stuff and <laughs> we've also just got a brand new writer join the team and her name is Alex and her first review is a classic review of the Disney short The Legend of Sleepy Hollow so check that out. Um, right and that is the site news for now and we will go on to some wider animation news that has been happening in the time since we last recorded which is quite a while ago um, <laughs> so the Oscars the Oscars happened um,
2: yep it was a definite thing that happened
0: you may have heard about them uh, yeah, <laughs> through,
2: yeah. The, through the grapevine you know
0: and the only bit we really care about is the animation bit and Inside Out won that's pretty much all there is to say about that we knew everyone <laughs> knew that was going to happen there wasn't really any doubt at any point and it won um,
2: though to be fair, it was really impressive to see uh, an animated movie be nominated outside of just the animated film category, which uh, I believe was um, you did see. I did see animation that uh, can't talk. Um, Inside Out was uh, nominated for best original screenplay. Ah, cool. Mm-hmm. So that was that was good. They're finally getting it... some. They're trying to get animated it films is. into I more categories.
3: Really, really... I still find it kind of weird though, like. I don't know because I mean the problem with like the Oscars is they're all trying to individually um praise people when like films are so collaborative mm-hmm. like particularly inside out like surely that was something that was made by a team the story was made by many writers and it seems weird for like I don't know more more than more than live action movies which tend to just have like one or two screenwriters at most.
1: Yeah.
3: Um, but yeah, no, it, you're right. It is good. It is good. I think everyone was kind of a bit disillusioned by all the Oscars this year.
0: <laughs> this year.
3: Well, <laughs> I was yeah, just I, surprised how I, many I, I, Oscars I could...
2: uh, the Mad Max was able to walk away with.
3: Hey, I was all for that.
0: All the te- <laughs> yeah, all the, the techie ones. um which was all that was going to happen. Uh, anyone who thought it was going to get best pitch or whatever, like, you're in a dream world.
2: Hey, I don't know. It's still got a lot of Oscars to its name, yeah. so I think it's that's that's something to be proud of in and of itself. So. And I still haven't seen it. <laughs> Neither have <am> I, <laughs> so you're not alone there. Aha, there oh, we go. That's
1: good.
0: Um, and in the short category, there was a bit of a surprise because you might have thought that Eva, uh, Pixar's uh, Sanjay Super Team, Or, um, uh, Don Hertzfeld's World of Tomorrow might have been the more likely one to win. But, um, punk Punk robot studios, who are from Chile, uh, won with Bear Story, um, which, yeah, that's really cool, which is a bit of a surprise. Um, and I did actually get a chance to see it, and it was, I liked it, it was interesting. Um, I, I think I've just seen that, and, um, uh, World tomorrow because I haven't actually seen Sanjay Super Team because I missed Good Dinosaur in the cinema so I can't really I can't really judge because I haven't seen everything um, but you know I saw Lava uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that was a thing um, and that wasn't nominated I don't know why uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's let's not bash Lava anymore we've done yeah. that uh, um, yeah so it was interesting to see that win uh, it was a bit unexpected um, so th- they didn't just tick the Pixar box by default this time right but the, yeah you know the one time it's a Pixar film from someone from a diverse background and they don't give it to them there you go because <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're racist well
3: Ronnie
1: they'll <laughs> <laughs> I am <laughs> uh,
0: no, sure that, I'm, I'm sure they picked it because like, they liked it. <laughs> I, just, I just thought that was quite um interesting considering all the um, all the conversation about the lack of diversity
2: in, in the uh, yeah, in the Oscars. So yeah, that was that was kind of like um yeah, the host's primary uh lead in to the whole show.
0: Like the the two conversations around it um the the Oscars were the lack of diversity and the fact that Disney and Pixar always win. And <laughs> so then those two things came together. Disney and Pixar didn't win and David did um an odd white person. Or those to be fair, I don't the don't know who the directors are. Um they're from Chile. So they are probably um Latino Hispanic. i I d I'm sorry, I'm not very good with um I'm
3: Latino is heritage, Hispanic is cultural so, and uh, linguistic.
0: Okay, I think, yeah, I did read something that explained that to me once, and then I sort of didn't memorise it, unfortunately. I'm very sorry, I don't want to offend anyone, I'm sorry.
3: I just I remembered it in the back of my head like a maths trick, though. It's not like any real knowledge, it's just... I before, I before C, except after... I before E? Yeah,
1: except after C...
3: <clears throat> That's how good my memory is with this stuff. Actually though, Ronnie Del Carmen, who is a, who was a co director of Inside Out.
0: ah, uh, yes. He's yes. Filipino. Yeah, yes, yes. That is good. But we didn't really get everyone goes Pete Doctor's Inside Out is the trouble. He gets overshadowed a bit. Mm-hmm. Well that that
2: happens with a lot of you know, in terms of, you know, cast working on a on a film sometimes. Like it's normally the director who gets most of the credit when it's like, Oh, it's not just the director, it's it's everybody who mm-hmm. works on the
1: film.
0: Well, I, I'm pretty sure it's the first um, Chilean animation film that's ever won an Oscar, and it may be the first uh, from South America, I'm not sure. I think I might have read that. Uh... Yeah,
2: yeah, I, I believe that was the case, so hey, props to Chile.
0: Hey, good year for um, for Oscars and South American animation, eh, because Boy, yeah. Boy in the World also got nominated, so. <laughs> There's I, the diversity. I heard an interesting story in that the Boy in the World um the team, uh they actually tried to crowdfund their Oscar campaign because oh. G Kids don't have the money to do do you know, like something that Disney could do. Hmm. Hmm. So they actually it wasn't Kickstarter, it was like a Brazilian equivalent. But they were like, Yeah, help us try and get the Oscar so we know how that turned out, but <laughs> it was an interesting way of doing things. Hmm. I think that probably about <laughs> probably covers the Oscars. There's not a lot to say unless has anyone got anything to add? Not really. No. It's,
2: everything's been pretty much said.
0: Yep, we knew what was going to win. And next year will be Moana. So there we go. <laughs> hey, hey,
2: I want... I want. Personally, I want Zootopia to be, like, a holdover, but I think that's probably holding my breath, you know, for no reason.
4: Yeah, I'm not going to see that till uh, the weekend, next weekend. hmm Anyways, well, looking forward to it.
0: Also, in awards news, uh, you may remember a little while ago, we talked about the Japan Academy Prizes, which is, like, the Japanese equivalent of the Oscars. And um, we talked about the films that were nominated, which, um, if I remember correctly, was um, it was Dragon Ball Z. Of, Resurrection
2: uh, of F, yeah. Yep,
0: yeah, yep, and the Love Live film and Anth- Anthem of the Heart, I think it is called, and Maramora Harsida's Boy in the World. And was Miss, Miss Hokusai? Was and Miss that... Hokusai, yes, that's it. Okay. So. Yes. And the winner was Boy and the Beast. Uh which was kind of what was most likely to happen because every single film Mamoru Soda has released from The Girl Who Let Through Time onwards has been nominated for the prize and has won it. So it's the same sort of thing as Pixar and the Oscars. He's with... on a <laughs> roll. Yeah. Um so that is good for that. And as I did mention, that film is now out in America in cinemas via Funimation. So check out Dan's review. Or even though he wasn't... I mean, you're a little bit disappointed, I mean <laughs> Um,
3: yeah, I, I don't know. I got to see it again. I only saw it once and mm. it was... I don't know. I got to see it again, really. That's all I can say.
0: But you, you were definitely more positive than some people have been because I know, like, the... The review on ANN was just completely negative.
3: What? That was, well, that that was a pointless review. That that review, sorry, but the I, one, I, it was just pointless, I, scathing.
0: I didn't read it because I, yeah, as I, I didn't. <laughs> give them the clicks. No. Um. Um. But yeah, and other people have been been a bit negative, but outside the animation community and the anime community, it seems to have been. Better received, I have to say,
3: uh kind of I saw a few I saw a few of you saying it's like, oh, it doesn't go near spirit away, it's more Pokemon, and I think that's really unfair um, just
2: what, what? Yeah, I've, that... I've never heard like anyone say that about spirit
3: away what the heck <laughs> oh no, no no that 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 the boy and the beast felt oh. spirit is away, and that uh, um it was closer to Pokemon.
0: Because oh, that person on. has that person has only heard of two Japanese animated things: <laughs> Spirited Away, Pokemon. They are all anime, so I will compare it to one of them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That was how they did their review. Yes,
2: Ridonculous. Uh,
0: completely. Uh, so, well done to Mamoru Hosoda for another win. And go and see it if it's playing near you, and you get the chance to see on a big screen. I also believe if you're in Australia, you can see it um, from Madman, who got it out about the same time, um, and it's coming to the UK from Studio Canal in like late, late summer or thereabouts. We think so. If we're lucky this year, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> really,
3: it's it, it's tricky with them because they are not an anime distributor. They're a they're an independent movie distributor. So they have lots of other things on their plate before it comes, before it gets to, you know, smaller animated movies, really.
0: Yes. And they are releasing, uh, when Marnie was there in June as well. So so they, um,
3: I think that could do, I think that could do well. I think it could do quite well still. Mm
0: -hmm. I hope so. And I really want to see it. Uh, (laughs) Okay, moving on to some more news. Um, and something that has also come out in the past few days is re- regarding the old animation Hey Arnold that was apparently quite popular in the 90s with quite a lot of people. Um, and the Jungle movie, which was the supposed finale that was supposed to happen but never did, Um and it sounded recently like it was actually going to happen Like all these years later. And it has now actually officially got the green light um, as, rele- as revealed by Instagram, by its creator. And it is going to be not actually a movie. It's going to be um, two, two one hour um, ep- like. Episode I suppose it's well it's a movie cut into two <laughs>
2: you see this is like that makes no sense
0: it's a two-hour it movie but just
2: an hour but just, ah,
0: i don't
3: it's I like a special even. it's like a sherlock mm. thing it's just
0: it's like a big oh. finale i did hear one place like hey great news we're not we're not just getting the juggle movie we're getting two juggle movies you know
2: what that's a that's a good way to look at it
0: but right. yeah, you're you're getting the same thing you thought you were getting. You're just going to get in two two chunks. <laughs> you're not getting two separate movies. Um, but a lot of people are excited about that. So as I've said before, Hey Arnold isn't one of my personal series that I remember fondly. But mm-hmm. I know a lot of people did, including our very own Jill. So she'll be happy.
2: Yes, yeah, I can't say like it wasn't one of my all-time favorite either, but it was it was interesting. Like I did enjoy watching it whenever it came on. It's the kind of the uniqueness of it just kind of pulled me in and so especially with the whole aspect of the plot which they're actually going to be trying re uh recapturing with uh the, this movie or two part or whatever. Um because it was it was kind of shocking when I remember when I watched it the first time and so I was like, "Oh my goodness, what happened or what's going to happen in relation to this?" New piece of information, and so they're fin- the fact that they're finally going to be concluding that is actually going to be interesting to watch. I think
0: I'm not surprised it's not being released as as a film in cinemas because I think even though there's there seems to be a lot of uh, excitement around it, I don't think it would necessarily have translated into bombs on seats. No, well, not in cinema because hey,
2: Arnold's it's... hey, Arnold's been gone for two oh, no. from. Uh... From television for too long, I think.
0: Yeah, it's very specific, and also the fact that you know it's not a new, completely new thing. It's an it's a continuation. It's for it's for fans of the thing rather than it's not like Charlie Brown and Snoopy coming back or whatever. It's a whole completely new thing. Mm-hmm. It's it's just a carry on. So so doing it as a TV movie is probably a smart move.
2: Yeah, I agree. So good luck, um, good luck to that and I look forward to see what's come when that uh, finally comes out.
0: Talking of TV, there is going to be an interesting new series on Disney XD in 2017 and that is a, a continuation of the story of Big Hero 6.
2: Ah, uh, it was bound to happen.
0: I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Baymax is coming back. <laughs> yes, um, I, I'm pretty sure when we did our Big Hero Six episode, you you said Rachel that you wanted to see it carry on as a TV series,
2: and it looks like I got my wish.
0: Indeed, I'm uh, very happy because it makes more sense than a movie sequel, I think. Cause... Yeah,
2: it's, it's 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 you've got a superhero team, mm-hmm,
1: you
0: mm-hmm. know,
2: facing like a villain of the week or something like that, and or or month, I don't know. However, they want to play it, and just it's 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 the perfect setup for a TV show, and you can have like episodes dedicated to one or like either the you know hero Baymax or any one of the other heroes, and just you know and learn more about them as a result, which would be great.
0: Or, or the cat, they could do an episode about the cat.
2: Hey, <laughs> no,
0: the, I'd they they that I would watch that episode. Thing that they
3: the abandoned concept. <laughs> I think this will make a lot more sense in the TV show.
1: Sure. Mm-hmm. Really.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's got some good pedigree behind it as well because it is um, uh, reuniting the creators of Disney's popular Kim Possible series, uh, who are the creators Mark McCorkle and Bob Shuley. Uh, I have to say, I'm not overly familiar with Kim Possible. I think I saw it. Uh, it's another show that I hear was popular. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it was it was definitely a lot of fun. It I yeah. was it took it took itself seriously, but not too seriously. I think it was the what part of was part of its charm is the fact that it was just kind of this fun action series with a really kind of cool laid back uh, heroine and uh, her her um her sidekick with her little mole rat.
1: <laughs> I remember there
3: was a character. Was he? He was Ginger. But he he was also called Ron, like Ron from Harry Potter, right?
2: Oh, um I don't remember him being ginger, <laughs> I remember him being blonde, but I know. Yeah, Ron Stoppable. Oh, well he,
3: yeah, he he was just like Ron I I I remember being very confused when I heard that. Oh wait, wait, wasn't
0: he called Ron Stoppable? Yeah, think... that's
2: what I said, Ron Stoppable. He's he's yeah. uh Impossible sidekick. Oh Ron
0: Stoppable. You see, that's <laughs> Kim Possible, Ron Stoppable. See, that's quite funny. They are oh, a pair, yeah, yeah. and they are yeah. adorable. Yeah. Um, oh, no, he's not so... Ginger. I forget it.
4: Kim
2: Possible. Kim Ginger.
0: ginger. <laughs> he's called Rod. <laughs> he's got to be, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, so 2017 is when this is happening. Um, it's currently in production. We don't know much else. Um, doesn't mean there's never going to be a Big Hero 6 um film sequel though because uh that made a lot of money (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and also won an oscar
1: so yeah well
3: yeah Yeah, so did um yeah so i'll say i'll go and you can take your pick (laughs) with the oscars
0: okay Uh, (laughs) 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 sorry <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Um. Uh. As we are in the TV sphere, I might as ca- well carry on with the other TV stories I've got. Um. One is that Wonder Over Yonder is going to finish after this second series, as uh, far, yes. as was hinted. Yes. Um. And it's been confirmed. It's it's not coming back. Mm. Uh. And the interesting thing is, apparently, the decision was made. Like before the second series started airing, um, and it's not anything to do with ratings or anything. They just, the higher ups just went, no, nah, we're done with that. Fair enough. Although to be fair, I know people are a little upset about it ending because they like it and everything, and I'm not. I'm not saying that they shouldn't. But apparently, by the time it finishes, it's going to have had eighty episodes. So that's good. <laughs> I, you know, oh. I can't really feel too bad because <laughs> that's a lot of episodes. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of series I like that are didn't get anywhere near that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. This,
0: this I mean... maybe, maybe coming from sort of like the perspective of a sort of anime series, which outside like the big series is only sort of run for one season normally. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, outside stuff like Naruto. Either you get one series or you run forever. You know, the way that's the way it works. <laughs>
2: yeah, I believe I mentioned that in my article with uh, talking about filler episodes. It was, uh, it's really a whole matter of if, if it's, if the property has enough popularity behind it, they don't really, they basically just kind of schedule a whole bunch of episodes and they just keep going and going and going until it ends.
0: But then you also sometimes get really big series that uh, don't come back for ages like Attack on Titan. You would have thought you could see that just running all the time, but they've um, did one series, and then it's not coming back till sometime this year. So, which, but that's probably going to be huge. So, so.
2: yeah, well, yeah. Now the Titans notwithstanding, but at the same time, it's just. Uh, I think it's probably the smarter choice considering the story surrounding uh, the uh, attack on Titan. So, I think that's probably as opposed to say Wick with Naruto, the fact that they're just. Padding and padding and padding. There's like the the somebody yeah. Oh, sorry, I got that. Blah! Attack on Titan is not the kind of story you need. You know, if any kind of padding you put in whatsoever is going to take away from it a little bit. I think.
0: Yeah, like One Punch bad as well. That's another like they've just done one series for now. Um, I'm sure they'll do more because it's very popular. But um, so yeah, you got 80 episodes. No, so that's quite a lot and. I know lots of people really enjoyed it, so they'll be sad that it's ending. But what are you gonna do? <laughs> Enjoy
2: it uh, while it's here.
0: Yes, but um, is it Star versus the Force of Evil? Got a third, third season? Yeah, I think well? that's. I think that's yeah. the one. Yeah. So something they they give and they take away. Even though that's a different network, isn't it? Or is that Disney? No, it's Disney. Yeah, All I right thought
2: then.
0: that was Disney. Okay. <laughs> so, Disney give it Disney take it away. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Ain't that the truth. <laughs> well, they've got to make room for Big Hero 6, <laughs> haven't they now? Yep. About, oh, that's yep. Disney... No, that's Disney XD. Ignore me. I'm talking rubbish. Um, <laughs> yes, we know, they say. <laughs> um, so... Rick and Morty Series 3 is apparently coming sooner than we thought.
2: How much sooner? Nice. Uh,
0: probably by the end of the, this year. Ooh, that's uh, bonkers. Because uh, <laughs> people thought it was probably going to be like a year and a half between the series. Because that's yeah. what I said. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Mr. <laughs> yeah
3: um, Mr. Poopy Butthole himself. ooh what a cliffhanger. Oh, boy, oh, my. That's a real crazy ending huh hi i'm mr poopy butthole from episode 204
0: yeah mr poopy butthole said that it's still coming back for a year and a half um and everyone <laughs> took what mr poopy butthole said as <laughs> the gospel um, truth oh my <laughs> mr. wow, wow. i I, we're probably not convincing people to watch it right now <laughs> but it's, it's really good honest and it's intelligent <laughs> honest it is um, yes it's hopefully uh, coming back before the end of the year and also the season order is a bit larger than last time as well because uh, I think yes uh, last series only had 10 episodes first mm-hmm. one had 11 uh, we are now going to have 14 episodes. Wow! No. So, it, yeah, it's probably going to be hopefully by the end of the year. Because, but this is uh Dan Harmon uh was interviewed like in a panel and they said they're targeting around the end of the year. But he did point out at this point that we're already at the start of this year, so. Maybe it's not going <laughs> to get finished, <laughs> is, is what he might be saying.
3: Um, oh, I thought he was saying, like, that sounds like not long, but don't forget, the year is long?
0: I thought he was saying um, we, right. that, you know, that's closer than you think, so don't be surprised if <laughs> it doesn't happen, maybe. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's how I interpreted it. But, I heard that this is
3: the first season they've got um, women in the writers' room. Yes, that,
1: as
2: well. Yes, it out,
0: really. Yes, hmm. I think so. Um, that's one thing that they're trying to do more this series. Um, <laughs> so we shall see how that turns out. <laughs> Uh, the serious that is, I'm not. I'm not saying anything. anything. <laughs> no, that's okay. That, that's I'm, that's what I assumed you were saying. Yeah, I wasn't saying. Well, <laughs> let's see. Let's see how quickly that goes down the path, eh? <laughs> oh,
4: that's funny.
0: Out of the kitchen, uh, Ghostbust- uh. like Ghostbusters, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> it was fine. No, I. I, I, I. This world I, I, is I, I, out
4: of control. I, I hope no one takes me seriously. <laughs> out of the kitchen and into the writer's room. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yes, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh,
0: fantastic. I, yeah. I, 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 I like the trailer. It's okay. I'm, I'm excited. I'm sorry.
2: No, no need to apologize. It's okay.
0: Yes. Uh, right. So, right. So. <laughs> Moving on uh, to a, just a couple of other news stories that we will cover quickly. Um, Netflix are getting more directly into making some anime. Oh. They are. They have acquired their first, like, completely exclusive. They've already had some mainly exclusive, but they were like aired in Japan first, and then they went on Netflix. But this is the first series that's going to go straight to Netflix everywhere, including Japan. Huh. And it is being produced with production IG who are very, very good. Um,
2: Yeah. yeah. um, I've seen a lot of their work. It's fun. That's a good studio.
0: So that is very good news. Hopefully. (laughs) um, It don't know when it's going to happen, but all episodes will go straight to Netflix in the way that they do things. (laughs) That's how it normally works. Like with Bojack Horseman or whatever, you get the whole series at once. Um, Nice, and it's going to be called Perfect Bones, right? Uh,
4: I don't think I've actually.
0: Is it a manga already? No, it's a, it's an original concept.
4: Yeah, I, mean, now I read about that.
0: Was it called Perfect Bones? Perfect Bones. Yes. Mm.
2: Intriguing title.
0: It mm-hmm. is a science fiction story. Yes, it probably means nothing, knowing knowing Japanese titles, right? Fair fair point, fair point. Hey, well, Cowboy so, Bebop means a lot. And, um, yeah, Coyote Ragtime, that means a lot. And, <laughs> pat, pat, panty and Stocking with Garter Belt, yeah. that means a lot. Uh, yeah, they all mean a lot. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> uh, the, the guy behind it, um, one of the things he's best known for is the director of the anime sequence in The Kill Bill. Volume
2: 1. Oh,
0: yeah. Okay. Yes. And it is a science fiction story in which scientists are trying to create the perfect human to create peace in the universe. they, These people are called new humans, and they've got a bunch of children um, who are sent off to complete their training to become these new humans, but they get kidnapped by an evil organisation uh, who wants to use them for bad reasons. Uh mm that's the synopsis we have or my interpretation of the synopsis we have so we will tell you more when we know more because we don't know when it's going to show up <laughs> uh, but it has been announced and that's interesting um, also just one more anime story and that is that the first kickstarter has been launched by Funimation the US distributor uh, to create a new dub of the classic series Escaflone. Uh huh. which is a old nineties series about a you're never gonna guess this, an ordinary Japanese high school <laughs> girl <laughs> who gets transported <laughs> to a magical world.
3: A magical and, you know, uh,
2: fantasy world with dragons, knights, uh and giant robots. And giant robots and Isaac
0: Newton. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is the uh that's what makes that series a bit. It's got lights <clears throat> and giant robots So yeah That sounds fun it, it All
2: of that, everything um, I fun. ever loved in an anime
0: So, so if... Oh and there's lots of cat girls as well so. Oh yeah yeah. So, so everyone's sorted
3: If they're kickstarting a new dub Yes How are they releasing it Is it just like give us the money And then we'll release it However okay. we see fit or what
0: Here is what is happening uh, they, they had they because it used to be owned by Bandai, who are no longer yeah releasing yes, um, so it's, it's been licensed rescued by them, and everyone knew they had it, and they were like, "What are you doing with it?" What are you... And they are apparently going to be releasing a director's cut that was released in Japan on Blu-ray, but has never been released in English. Mm. So the original dub that was done like back in the nineties no longer fits the. Um, the visuals uh okay, so, okay. So, well so yeah well the they... dub
2: for that was always kind of patchy because it was at least i remember when it was on tv when they tried dubbing it and airing it on uh american television they really kind of they they because the anime was always about you know hitomi who is the the main mm. you know the high school girl but they tried to air it as more of like a action series with uh van the male protagonist as the you know the actual main character when he really wasn't
0: well there there are two dubs there was an old version shown on fox kids that, was, was, the the one. One, that was, was the one which was the one that saw. was cut to shreds um and um yeah they probably tried to reach out. like when they made um card captors sakura mm-hmm. uh, they tried to make it mainly about a boy <laughs> uh. so, no he's the main character we're going to call it card captors and it's about that boy over there cuz
2: because having a girl protagonist is well, weird.
3: they didn't yeah. fool anyone. Because most of the time, you were in that girl's bedroom, weren't you?
0: Yes. Come on, let's, let's watch our new series, The Adventures of Tuxedo Mask. <laughs> <laughs> Sailor, who? What now? <laughs>
3: oh, um, did you mention also that um, the girl who let through time was licensed, rescued? Yeah. Yes,
0: uh, Funimation are going to be releasing that. A while back, they accidentally put it on their website, and then they said, no, we don't have it. And then, uh, recently, they went, yeah, 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 we've got it. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, they just... uh, Leaked it by mistake. Um, so, when is so, the
2: uh, Escaflone, this new Escaflone dub? I mean, they said they're still in the process of raising enough money to do the Kickstarter to do it, so.
0: Which has already met its
2: goal. After a, I'm after not surprised week. because Escaflone is a. Yeah, it's a thing.
0: Yeah, so they're releasing it anyway, whatever happened, even if it didn't meet the thing. They were going to release it, and the idea was that they would release the director's cut as subtitles only if they didn't reach the, the uh, goal because they were saying uh, they wanted to see if there was interest in a, nu- in a dub of the director's cut was their their, their argument for why they're doing it because mm-hmm. there was a bit of controversy around it because people are like well Funimation have got their the money to do it they release things all the time without knowing if it's going to be a success so why are they asking for money for something that's going to be really successful um, but obviously lots of people have pledged money, including one person who pledged over five thousand dollars to go and visit Funimation and record like a cameo. oh wow <laughs> like that person really wants to see a thousand yeah, that person's crazy <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and if you're listening or just really uh, likes if you're listening, we've got a donation button. <laughs> yeah if you'd like to make afa con happen hey
3: AFA con. yeah or you, or you could just keep us some jaffa cakes
0: if you want i don't like jaffa cakes what jeff biscuits i like jeff biscuits okay i
4: don't know what either really? <laughs> call back jaffa
0: cakes are um, not biscuits they're cakes it's been proved in the, uh, the court.
3: Oh, yeah, in, 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 because they, um, uh, they go hard when they're stale, not soft.
0: They're, uh, they're, they're little orange <laughs> orange cookies. I'm mm-hmm. <laughs> stating it for you. Cookies. Yes. Yeah, but they're, not at, they're actually tiny cakes because they went, to, they went to court to prove that they were cakes because oh. cakes don't have VAT on them and biscuits do. Uh, chocolate-covered biscuits have VAT on them because they are a luxury item, like oh. like um, tampons and sanitary towels, which are also apparently a luxury item, which wow. why, which is why they've got VAT on them. Uh, <laughs> but uh, okay. cakes don't. Cake so, um, McVitie's went to court and made a giant Jaffa cake and gave it to the judge and said, look, this is what it's made. This is a cake, see? And they went, oh, yeah, it's a cake. You don't have to pay VAT. <laughs> wow and jeff biscuits are the um uh, a there's a uh, they're not <laughs> <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so far off the off the course here oh,
4: come on jeff Cakes.
0: jeff
2: biscuits i want to learn things Jeff biscuits okay,
3: so <laughs> jeff biscuits is what they call Jeff Biscuits Jaffigans to avoid like um
0: oh. using the brand. like wack donalds I worked on it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, mm. D- Dan. Dan told us about Jeff Biscuits in a previous episode. Yeah, I, I
2: remember this conversation. Yeah. So when I started yeah. between biscuits and case, I'm like, oh my goodness, here we go again.
0: Wait, <laughs> <laughs> right. even, even were What we talking about? <laughs> we're talking about <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: but I, I learned a lot. I learned a lot today.
1: Thank
0: Jeff you, Jeff Biscuits. Yeah. And I, I, I went on a little political tirade. Yeah, they should not have BAT on them. I'm not talking about biscuits.
4: I think I might just have to adopt that as a as a s as a swear. <laughs> Jeff
0: well, Jeff biscuits.
4: Jeff biscuits.
0: Jeff
4: Biscuits <laughs> That's a good swear. I'm just gonna start Actually. saying that.
0: Yeah.
4: Jeff Biscuits.
0: Um, Jeff Biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah. Hashtag that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's gonna happen. Uh but it's gonna be an expensive special edition. It's like I think the half season's like sixty five dollars. Oh. Uh it's a hundred oh. and something for the full episode. and it's only twenty five episodes, it's not.
2: <laughs> no, yeah, that was it was a standard anime, you know, hmm. length and everything. Right isn't,
0: this isn't like getting a box set of Naruto or something where it's 700 episodes this is quite a lot of money for yeah so some people were not that impressed by them doing it but the thing is with crowdfunding it's always a case of if you don't want it then you don't give them any money (laughs) (laughs) Um, but interestingly enough uh, it's being released in the UK by Anime Limited uh, in a special edition without crowdfunding and they are saying that they're going to include the original dub, and they might now include the extra dub in it as well. So, you might actually be best off getting the UK version uh, if you can when that comes out.
3: Chris, you're not including a new Surf Up too. Oh, God,
0: oh. no. Oh, <laughs> I, I forgot that. Surf Wave Mania. Nice.
3: <laughs> was announced, and it's like, it's a Surf Sup movie. But it looks like they've got all these like WWE WrestleMania guys.
0: Oh, of course they in have in
3: penguin form. <laughs> <laughs> so, what? Yeah, like, like John Cena and like um uh like a few other wrestlers just tweeted like pictures of themselves as Surfs Up characters with um. This Wave Mania logo, and nothing else has really been <laughs> been released about the movie.
1: Hmm. Seems a bit
0: weird to be announcing a sequel to Surfs Up Now. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's a real. Well, cash in, but.
0: Yeah, to, to I mean, the I massive success of that movie, first but... film. <laughs> mm-hmm. I quite liked it. I thought it was okay. I liked it, actually, yeah, but I just. It's just like, you're making a sequel now with wrestlers?
2: <laughs> I don't see the connection <laughs> mm. between wrestlers and surfers, guys.
0: And penguins. And
4: penguins. That's... Well, the wrestlers are pretty charismatic. And the penguins are pretty charismatic. Hey.
0: <laughs> is, is the rock in it? There's, there's no. That's the rock
3: hopper. No.
4: Oh. oh.
3: The Undertaker.
4: How could I, oh, Undertaker's is pretty that, cool. Rock yeah,
3: he's got like a coffin surfboard.
4: Yeah, that's How pretty could... cool. <laughs> and like really dirty,
3: like seaweed. Like, nice. Hair. It's really weird.
0: I nice. can't believe they missed the rock hopper. It's just so much right, right there.
3: <laughs> he didn't want to be involved. He
0: actually has better things to be doing. No, he's, <laughs> he's, he's in Moana. Yes. Uh, Dwayne, Dwayne Johnson is it. He is now. So, mm-hmm. yeah, he's like, I can't be the rocker because I'm Dwayne Johnson now. So and I'm involved with Disney, so, ha. Huh. Yeah. I'm going up in the world. <laughs> yes. Uh, but he's still just
4: a regular guy.
0: Totally. <laughs> um... <laughs> just
2: very, very muscular guy. Mm hmm.
0: Just a regular demigod. Yeah, exactly. Sculpted by the gods. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> surf's up too, <twos,
1: laughs> That's the news. Sorry to, force, <laughs> sorry to force that in
0: there. I just, I saw it this week, and it kind
3: of <laughs> like woke me up like a shot of espresso. It was like, what the fuck is that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, that's the, that's the news, and I guess we're going to talk about some stuff we've been watching. Because um, I haven't been on the show in a while, I've got quite a few things, but I will try not to uh, take forever to do it, so I'll try and whiz through, through them. Um, I'm going to start by saying that I actually did get a chance to watch Anomalisa today at a preview. It is coming out, it is coming out uh, next week in the UK on March the 11th. Um, but I'm not gonna say very much because I will save that until we have a discussion because I know Dan is watching it next week. And I know everyone has seen it already. Mm-hmm. So I think we'll have a more interesting discussion. But it's yeah, it's very interesting. It's very weird. <laughs> uh it's, <laughs> it's very well made. It's it's yeah, I'm I'm still processing it to be honest.
2: <laughs> That's a sign um, of a good film.
3: It sounds like a Charlie Kaufman film,
0: yeah. Yeah, I'm like I'm not <laughs> quite Yeah, Charlie Kaufman. Um, I being John Malkovich. That was like one of my one Mm. of my sort of defining. Because Cameron Diaz in that movie. (laughs) Oh yeah,
1: she's so good. Hmm?
0: That that film was sort. It's like when I became sort of because I basically like my sort of teenage years sort of 12 to teenage i was like yeah anime everything anime and then i sort of went off and was like yeah movies (laughs) just Mm. just like started up building up my movie collection and was like i was i'm a a serious city ass now i read film (laughs) magazines and i i will grow a goatee beard except i can't because i can't grow (laughs) one because i'm like 15 or whatever but i'm a serious city ass now and uh like one of my first like, defining films in my DVD collection and my first US import for my, my, my DVD player that you could make multi-region by putting in a code on the, <laughs> on the remote. It was magic. Um, it has been John Malkovich. Nice. Yes. Yeah. So I've been a fan of Charlie Kaufman for a long time. So it's interesting to see him do an animation and a very interesting animation at that. So probably look out for a review from me on the website like before it comes out uh and we will discuss it on the show at a future date but i will just say this it's worth watching uh and i will leave That's it at funny. that um i have also been watching some more danger mouse the remake of danger mouse has come back with new episodes uh this early this year and it's still great <laughs> Uh, I am now sure though that they are airing them out of order uh, <laughs> because you will get episodes that introduce characters that you've already seen
3: um, <laughs> oh, right!
0: because like they had a Christmas special they had a half hour Christmas special where Brian Blessed was Santa and uh, <laughs> that's perfect yeah and Richard Iowadi was this villain called the snowman but you'd already seen him crop up like earlier in the year and then the one where he shows up is was on at Christmas. Um, so there was a recent episode where there was a character called um, was Isambard King Kong Brunel. Uh, <laughs> uh, which, uh, which is one of my favourite jokes in it. Um, that is you know,
1: excellent.
0: Yes, so he is a chimp in a stovepipe hat who invents things. Um, uh, wow. he, he, he'd already appeared in things. Uh, but the episode where he gets introduced aired recently and it was great and also they aired the episode where Count Duckula, the return of Count Duckula because um, Count Duckula was originally a bad guy in Danger Mouse before he had his own series and so in the remake there's a, there's a Duckula episode and I think that was probably like it was just the best looking episode I've seen so far in the series like the backgrounds, everything is stunning and yeah, it was really well made, and it's funny. And Danger Mouse is great, and you should watch it. So there you go. <laughs> and, yeah, and they're still making more, I think. I think it's going damn well. So Because um, I know someone I follow on Twitter is uh, just going to start work on it now. Uh, oh, really? He used to work on Wonder Over Yonder, but that's finished, so there you go. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, because it's the same studio, I think. Make that. Boulder Media. Um they make mm. Wonder Over Yonder for uh, Cartoon Network and they make um uh Danger Mouse for the BBC. So
4: And that was the freshly cut fresh cut grass,
0: right? Oh yeah, that's so good. That's the same director. Yeah. That's the same director as Danger Mouse, Robert Cullen.
4: Awesome.
0: Who is a so very, very talented guy. So <sighs> uh, I know we
4: talked about that last time I was on, but that, I loved that short so much. <laughs> it's awesome
0: it's um, so good <laughs> okay so what else have I watched uh, I also have uh, since the last time I've been on I didn't talk about the fact that I finally watched Whisper of the Heart their Studio Ghibli movie Yay! Um, <laughs> and it is the it is one of the Studio Ghibli movies that is not directed by <laughs> uh, Miyazaki or Takahata it was directed by a guy called Kondo and it's the only film he directed because through me yeah very sadly he died shortly after um he
3: was like meant to be like Miyazaki's heir
0: yeah and then he basically. died it's horrible died. yeah but it's a really really sweet film uh it is basically it's a bit of a romance slice of life type thing but it's one one of their more low-key films like it uh in the same vein as only yesterday I suppose not that I've seen it and um from Up and Poppy Hill, and yeah, very
3: much, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And it's yeah, it's a Ghibli movie, so it's really good. I I don't have loads to say, but it's lovely, and the cat in it is awesome. And <laughs> moon, yeah, moon? And, yeah, yeah. And like, just that, I I kind of I really like the way a lot of Japanese movies do romance in a sort of really subtle way. You don't have to do it in a way, big, in-your-face everyone, get it on. I, type. I think in,
1: in,
3: in the case of Whisper of the Heart, it makes more sense for it to be done that way because they are teenagers. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of like awkward about it and a bit... Like, you know, there's the whole thing with that guy who has a crush on her and she just yeah. doesn't know what the hell to do. And it's... Uh, Oh, it's so good that film. It's so freaking good.
0: Not <laughs> <laughs> country music in that.
3: <laughs> country music, and like they have this like amazing, um, like early 90s, like synth score mm-hmm. all the way through. That is so good.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I recommend you watch that. Um, you can get it on Blu ray, it's very good. And also, uh, we recently published a review of it from Joe. He says it's his favourite film, so there you go. Um, and it was quite funny because it was like a few days after I watched it, he said, oh, "Can I review this?" I was like, ah, oh, that's funny because <laughs> <laughs> I, I just watched it and I thought, oh, I suppose i better. Oh, right, I'll review that. And it's like, oh, I want to w- review that as my favourite film. Like, ah, oh, sweet. <laughs> <It's> like, well, <laughs> I mean, and there you go. I really like it when people get to review like their favourite, so because mm-hmm. um, you get like the best perspective that way um often um and also i reviewed the third evangelion movie uh so i re-watched the whole lot of the movies all three of them and yeah the first two pretty great um <laughs> if you've seen either at all it's uh the first episode it's basically stuff you've already seen but more shiny second episode second movie takes it sort of in a bit of a more direction and you're going like oh i'm intrigued and then the third movie and this is why a lot of people actually hate it's like completely off the wall goes in its own direction nothing like any of the other movies at all really uh, it i go- didn't know that it, i didn't i didn't realize it like happens 15 years in the future and like all the everything's changed
3: <laughs> so it's after the events of and have you seen end of movies
0: Oh well, it's it's this is a re- complete reboot. So
3: okay, so it's like a it's like a Star Trek 2009 yeah. new timeline kind of thing.
0: Completely, yeah. Cuz they oh. in- they introduce new characters and they do they re re events so they happen in different orders and things happen to different people and stuff like that. Um do so they still
3: basically have the same ending?
0: Uh no. It's go it's go it's obviously going to have a completely different ending. Uh it's
3: really w- uh, they're not finished.
0: No, they, the uh, third movie came out, I think, in, like... 2012
3: or something. Yeah,
0: 2012. There's supposed to be one more movie. They haven't announced when it's happening because mm-hmm. An- Anno has gone off to make the new Godzilla movie, the new Japanese Godzilla movie.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah, Oh, I'm hyped for that. <laughs> Me
0: too. Yeah, so he's, he's busy because if you're Japanese and someone says, hey, do you want to make a Godzilla movie? You're like, <laughs> yeah.
1: It's like, do fish
2: swim in the sea?
0: It's like the equivalent, like for British directors, of Bond. Like, you know, mm. like you're like, you wanna make Godzilla? Yes, I do. Um, <laughs> so he's doing that. Um, but I have to say, like technically, it's a it is a step down from the other movies because the other movies are really, oh, really? Sh- are really impressive animation and shiny and everything. And the third one, it's it just looks a bit cheaper and everything. And the plot is so. You, you do spend, like, uh, the first, like, 20 minutes or something just go. I don't know what's going on, what's going on? <laughs> I thought that was just I... Evangelion in general. Well, yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. But you, you do have a vague sort, you know, because most of the the, seri- the series, the films, you've actually seen most of the plot before, so you're like, mm. it doesn't really make any sense, but I know what's happening. <laughs> mm. But this one is just like, oh, it's completely, it's 15 years in the future, all uh, well, it." these weird things happen, characters have changed, and you're like, eh, and Gendo is even more crazy.
2: How is that possible?
0: He is anime's premier beardy bastard, and he's back. Uh, (laughs) uh, It's, yeah, it's really weird. A lot of people hate it. I don't hate it, because I was just like, this is so bizarre and different and everything. I was, you know, I was on board just because it was so completely and I have absolutely no idea where it's going next. Which, when you're doing like a reboot of a of a series, is quite an interesting way of taking it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other thing is apparent. It's the reason it's taken so long to come to DVD is because, and Blu-ray is because when it was originally shown, the Japanese distributors did not like the English version, and they wouldn't let them release it. What does that mean? They went, no, this isn't how what we intended. This is all completely wrong. So they had to redo it in collaboration with Studio Cora um, mm. and the producers. So what does that even mean? I'm not sure. That's weird. But they were like, no, this is all wrong. This is not what we want. You must rip it up and redo it. So they had to... And you know what <laughs> I mean... Japanese are like about getting approval and everything? So they had to go mm-hmm. back and forth, mm-hmm. and it's take, taken years, literally. And, yeah, some so, like, things are... Translated in different ways and things like that for the other films, right? Right. And and I I think they kind of I think they've made like different like direction for the actors and things like that because it's like Shinji just sounds a bit different. It's like he's even bored Wiley somehow. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so
3: not really selling it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, you might hate it. A lot of people hate it, but I. Mm. There is a part of me. That when there's a film that just does something that everyone hates and it really pisses them off, I'm uh... so, sometimes <laughs> there's a part of me that goes, That's brilliant! Just because yeah. just, everyone hates it, that's brilliant. No one expected that. Just mm. like, Oh, just, yeah. There's a bit of like contrarian, mischievous streak in me sometimes that's just like, Oh, yeah. Everyone hates that, that's amazing. <laughs> just,
4: no, I, 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 yeah, I know that, that. So, I
0: know that sounds, sounds kind of stupid. But there is no he doesn't no I, no. I don't that. Mm.
4: no, because it it makes you feel something you're affected by it. I mean, I honestly, I mean it reminds me like I was you know obviously what I've been watching are like submissions, right but i I won't go into detail about the name because we haven't really accepted it yet, but we will. um I watched the most disturbing film I think I probably have ever seen like in my whole life,
1: <laughs> wow. Like,
4: I'm serious. I mean, it was like horror and like we're going to have to we're going to have to post a like a warning. Wow. <laughs> before we can could show it. Um but the thing is in at first I was just like why am I watching this? And then um by the end I was like it came together and I thought okay, well that's in. Like I don't know how, where we're going to program <laughs> this, but like, I get it. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. just like, I don't know. Sometimes it sort of becomes movie medicine or something. I don't know. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. When things are effective, sometimes that shock value is it's necessary. Because it's still just a movie, you right? Know? Mm-hmm. It's still just a film that it can it can have so and, much power.
3: And animation, too. You don't often... yeah. Like, I don't think I've ever had a reaction like that to an animated film. <laughs>
4: Well, I'm going to have to, uh, you know, you guys are on the judge's queue uh, so you can review films. So I'll have uh. to uh, pass that info along mm.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> so you can experience it. Uh, experience is so the sure right word. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Horror and me do not go
4: very well together, but we'll, I, I, I can give it a try. Well, it's horror and social commentary. I guess
0: okay. ah. that. anyway <laughs> so I would yeah if you're an Evangelion fan you've basically got to check it out anyway <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I will warn you that a lot of people do not like it but as I said I was intrigued enough and you know it ended up getting three stars for me so it was I think it's an interesting watch and I really want to know what it's going to happen with the fourth movie when it finally happens because uh, Anno Ando is just a bit crazy and he just does what he wants <laughs> that's 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 the thing I, I can't believe people are that surprised that he's just gone considering what he did with the ending of the original yeah where, seriously where, where the ending just like actually made people write death threats and then he went oh you don't like that ending I'll do this ending instead and the people were like this is not what I wanted. <laughs> well, the ending, the end, the reason hmm. the ending for the series was
3: like that it was because of budget.
0: It's, it's kind of debated whether that is or whether that's what he wanted. Right. I think, um, obviously the movie was a big budget ending, but it was rather traumatizing and disturbing. And
3: Can't, if you're not satisfied with the end of either, like, I don't know. You're not going to be satisfied by anything, I don't think.
1: Mm. I, it's a fair I, assumption.
3: I love the end of Eva. It's a great movie. Oh,
0: yeah, it's it always awesome. a really
3: good apology for you know to those people who weren't satisfied with the ending of the series as well.
0: But it was also kind of oh, you 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 want to see what really happened, eh? This is what really happened. <laughs> 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 uh, and there's there are sort of I think. Like there's little references to End of Eva in, in, like, in the music of the new movie. You go, oh, there's that, there's like the the theme that like plays at the big mm. climactic moment. There's sort of a reference to it in the music. So, uh, End of Eva, check it out or don't, whatever. <laughs> now, not End of Eva, you should check that out, but you can't really get it anymore because <laughs> uh, it's out of print for a long time, as is the TV series. So. Hey, maybe Funimation or do a crowdfund. Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) And also, one other anime thing I've watched an awful lot of because I had to do a review for a magazine and I had to do play catch-up um, and watch Sword Art Online series one and two, uh, which I've been meaning to do anyway because I kind of feel like I should watch the big series anyway. Um, and I did watch early episodes of it before and I sort of thought, oh, this is all right, but I didn't carry on. Um, so the idea of Sword Art Online is that there is a virtual reality multi b- 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 RPG. M- 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 M-M-O-R-P-G. Yeah, one of them things. <laughs> um like And you go into it and you go and kill monsters and stuff. But this new game that launches, that's like ultra futuristic virtual reality, uh, everyone goes in it and it's a big hype, big thing. And then they all get transported to the town square and this bloke turns up and he says, hey, I created this game. And by the way, you can't leave leave this game ever or you will die. The only way to leave the game is to beat the game. Otherwise, if you die in game, you die in real life. I'm
2: off. Pulling, a, pulling um, a dot hack kind of thing.
0: Whoa. And also, he says, you can't use your um, little avatar anymore. You look like what you look like. So everyone transforms into their reality. So you'd think that'd be like more... 45 year old neck <laughs> Uh but still, most people just look like anime characters. <laughs> um, so that's the setup, and that's quite a fun setup, but it sort of uh, it, it makes some, yeah, <laughs> it goes to some places in later episodes that's not so good.
2: Oh, that's, um, that's, I was I was waiting to hear that because I've heard I I have a couple friends who've watched this who've gotten into Sword Art Online. I've heard a lot of, like it's like that the very first bits are like really good, and then after a certain point, it just kind of falls off the wagon.
0: Yeah, after about ten episodes, basically like the main character and his love interest, who up to that point is you know a bit of a badass, um, main you know typical anime heroine type thing, but. They fall in love, so they decide to get married in the game, and they go and they go and buy a cabin, and she cooks for him, and she's the per- <laughs> perfect wife who looks after him. And then they adopt this little fairy girl as their child, and they're like, "Yeah, we're just going to live here forever." Um, <laughs> and is like, it kind
3: yeah. of a, is it kind of like trying to be a satire? Like, because that sounds like? No,
0: no, no. There's no satire in this. That no, sounds they're, like, they're playing that's... it straight. They're playing it completely straight. They're like, oh no, yeah, and yeah, and then, but then after about thirteen episodes, oh right, I'm just gonna have to say at this point, there's no way oh, I can do this without <laughs> spoilers. uh So if you don't want to know what the problems are with this series, stop listening, and skip forward, about, <laughs> skip forward about ten minutes or so, and l- listen to the others talk about what they've been watching because. I'm going to spoil the shiz out of this. Oh
1: boy, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> get uh, ready.
0: Um, yeah, so after about 13 episodes, the main story, the Sword Art Online thing, basically finishes, because they, they get out. <laughs> okay. And then, so, and it's a 25-episode thing. So for the, the next bit, um, they go into another game that's not so interesting, but his girlfriend gets kidnapped, so he has to try and track her down. and so instead like a few episodes in he mentions about his little sister and he says oh but she's not really my sister she's my cousin and you think that's a strange thing to say Mm -hmm. and then you (laughs) realise it's because about halfway through she shows up uh, and she's like I'm in love with my big brother Nice. oh no and it's like oh Japan stop it (laughs) (laughs) oh Japan so then, like, his sister's all falling over him and everything, and obviously every girl he meets falls in love with him because he's so cool. And he's of got course. such a big sword and stuff, and he's so good at computer games that everyone wants to vote him. <laughs> and, um, uh. Uh, and then, so the it, the story isn't as interesting in the second bit, and the main character girl just gets kidnapped, and, like, she loses all her um, bad to be just a damsel in stress. Um and then like right at the end they'd go, Oh yeah, let's make it a bit rapey as well, nearly or
2: Oh yeah. wonderful. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, but yeah, it's took like a perfectly entertaining concept. You know, pretty cliched and everything, but fun enough and just made it gross. <laughs>
2: if, if you wanna if, if you want cool online, you know, anime or anime series based on, you know, people getting stuck in an online world. You know, I'll take... I'll take Dot .hack and uh, Log Horizon any day. <laughs> or even Overlord is a really interesting idea with the whole, you know, being trapped in an online computer game.
0: And then in Season 2, the first half, he goes into this other game which is basically a... like a shooter rather than a f- fantasy world. It's people carrying guns around. Um, and... Someone's been murdering someone in games and the government want him to go and track it down. Oh my god, so seriously. Great. Yeah. Um, and that one sort of, yes, yeah, it's alright. At least it's a bit boring, but at least it's not gross so far. And <laughs> then And then right at the end it gets rapey at the end of the first half, and then you're like oh, uh... god, what a bit. And then Then came the second half, which was the bit I actually had to review for the magazine. And at that point it then like just did a few episodes, sort of like a fun fantasy romp again. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is this is what I actually. <laughs> it's like this weird thing because it's been released like it's released by Aniplex, so it's released in like really short volumes where you only get like you don't get half a season, or whatever you get about eight episodes or five episodes at once. So if you review a separate volume, some of them you'll get a decent review for, even though like my my overall experience of the series turned out to be negative because it went really gross <laughs> um, but so like that last volume I was like so relieved <laughs> just like just, there's nothing gross in this
2: <laughs> it, it just keeps jumping so, around it seems what it's tra- trying yeah. to do
0: it's so frustrating <laughs> it's like why, why are you going to do that Japan <laughs> well, it, it, why
3: is that, is that is that because what the fan won't the fans want or
0: what?
2: I certainly would hope not, but it's based on well, those
0: a, sorts of... a bunch of light novels, right. so I guess the creator's yeah. a bit bit of a pervert. <laughs> <laughs> uh and that's what he wants. Uh yeah, so sort of online, that's that's a thing. A I bit watch.
2: of a mixed bag, you'd say. As far as yeah series.
0: A bit of a sick bag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: like I said, there's if you want, yeah, if anyone wants like that kind of uh, story uh, told in a better way, there there are plenty of other uh, animes, animes that have done like, it better. Like I swear, Log Horizon is probably one of the best I've seen to ever pull the uh, pull that story off, and actually does a lot explores a lot of interesting aspects
0: with it. So it's like it's like a sick bag with Jeff biscuits in it. Like, <laughs> well, I can see the Jeff biscuits, <laughs> but, but I don't want I don't want to <laughs> touch them because of dollar all sick. <laughs> So. Uh, so that's it. They're not going to put that on. <laughs> Anything else besides so that... sort out online,
2: Chris?
0: That was enough. Right. No.
2: <laughs> that's fair. No, I, that's yeah. fair.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> uh, just generally. That's it. <laughs> okay. I'm logging off. That's it. <laughs> Bye. Oh, no. Come back. Uh, okay. Uh, Rachel, <laughs> you've been watching something, I know.
1: Yeah,
2: No. Uh. Just a couple things. I mean, the biggest one. I mean, I was, I, I saw only yesterday, last week, and or like, I was, like a couple weeks ago, and you know we we'll talk about that later. But then, um, just this uh, just this Friday, I was able to see a Zootopia. Since when it uh, first came out, and uh, I mean, I know they've already been saying like a bunch of critics have been saying all this like really great things about this movie, and. I can only say that they're right. And I, my admiration for this movie is pretty much, I think is the same as young girls have for the frozen movie.
1: As a comparison, oh, wow. um,
2: I'm very, very attached to these characters and I really want to see more of this fantastic world that they created. So, cause I remember yep. a lot of the points that you made, Dan, when you, uh, when we <clears throat> were talking about it yeah. in our last episode podcast and, uh, a lot of the stuff that you mentioned I I did end up seeing in this film and just it's it was really amazing, like you said.
1: Just
3: I know, you don't uh, expect it to be quite the way that they're doing it. It's like, holy shit, you're just kind of coming out and saying that. Mm hmm. Um Yeah, I love Judy. She's great.
2: She's probably one of the best heroine characters that's come out of the Disney Disney for mm. a long time. Mm
3: i do, i I don't mean this in a bad way at all, but I think it's the Disney movie which um of recent years i think is would be able to sustain sequels best
1: yeah uh, I agree,
3: and I don't mean that as a bad thing at all it's just no. like, it could just be another... Because it's, it's basically um it's it's a cop movie, it's a detective film.
4: That's kind um, of shocking coming from you, Dan. Actually, pushing for a sequel. Like, wow, that is something.
1: All right, strong words. Yeah, I like it
3: too. I like it too. There, are, there are a couple of like reviews I've seen, which mm-hmm. have done something kind of interesting. Like, they've basically mentioned that because the film is basically an allegory. Mm-hmm. Um, it's if you read a little too close, it, it can end up saying a couple of troubling things. Um, about like um people's true nature,
1: yeah. and
3: what they're hardwired to do and things like that.
1: Yeah.
3: Um. Yeah, and I think that's kind of worth considering. Um, when it comes to. Yeah, uh, reading the film as an allegory, but yeah, the, I I love it. It's great.
2: Yeah, but you don't mm-hmm. have you don't have to do that. You can also just enjoy the you just enjoy the ride for what it is. And
3: well, I, 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 these just, these are char-
2: yeah. these are great characters. I want to learn more about.
3: I I think it's kind of impossible to escape what they're saying with them though. Yeah. So, it's it's in the movie. It's not like it's not that to, to no they
2: don't shy away from it at all mm. but it's 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 kind of what made it a you know a bit of a stronger film for it I thought
3: oh yeah absolutely yeah there's there like um there are some scenes in this which are just unbelievably uh, emotional and like quite mature as well I think mm-hmm. nice did you, did you see it with um with kids
2: no I did not I, I mean i was i was i went I went to the theater by myself, but it was it was packed with families so i, oh, was, right. I was I was hearing I was... a lot of reactions from the kids and the adults.
3: do you think the kids got the message
2: um it was hard to say, but like I could hear a lot of like when I was leaving the theater a lot of the families were talking a lot about like certain aspects of the film, so that's a good do sign. Think,
3: do you think parents were kind of surprised that. It wasn't just a funny talking animal movie.
2: Oh no, yeah. There was this um, a father I was sitting next to because um, mm-hmm. yeah, I sat near a dad, and um, basically I, I was kind of taking in the movie, was just really like kind of just like that uh, post awe of just the enjoying you know mm. what I had just seen, and then the dad you know I'm, the the dad overheard me just kind of uh, making you know, talking to myself. He's like, "Yeah, this was a really good film." It was like it had it had a, good plot and everything like he couldn't he had trouble guessing where it was gonna go and so you know mm. that's that's something for uh for a an anthropomorphic disney film but just yeah, yeah. It was yeah so happy so happy to see this movie want to see it again you know i want to see more of it more stuff set in this world because it's really creative really beautiful to look at and uh, yeah, just... I,
3: think it, I think it's one of the funniest movies. Yeah. Oh
2: yes, definitely. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, um, I... <laughs> man. <laughs> You'll get there, Chris. I
0: promise. I will.
3: Yes, <laughs> it'll be worth the wait. Yeah. Oh, and also, did you um, what do you think of my theory?
0: <laughs> I agree <laughs>
2: that I with kind your Kind of theory. outlined
3: last time. Okay. I
2: agree with your theory one hundred percent. the That the, the name. Of Zootopia versus Zootropolis actually does have some significance in terms of the overall theme of the movie.
3: Mm, mm. It's really weird. It's really weird.
2: It is. But hey,
0: apparently, I heard there's also like a few bits that are different, like between different countries. Like there's a news reader or something, and the animal he is. Oh, different. Yeah. Versions. In... Like like they've done a panda for China. Mm.
3: And... All right. and a tanuki for Japan. When I saw mm-hmm. it, it was a moose.
2: Yeah, same
0: here. Yeah. For for England, a moose. It was a moose in the
2: we US having...
3: and, and the version I saw too. I saw mm. news outlets saying that it's a Corgi for England, but I saw a
0: Ah. Uh, oh you probably yeah, you probably perhaps the um you had to oh, I love it when they do things well, like that. Actually like, um
3: like in so, well actually I, I I must have seen Zootropolis because all the signs um it's Zootropolis. Said Zootropolis.
0: But perhaps it didn't have the corgi in it. Yeah,
3: yeah, maybe that was a surprise. I was
0: saying. <laughs> mm. In Danger Mouse, the Queen's a corgi. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that's great. That's beautiful. Um, yeah, I, I love it when they do things like that. Mm. Like um, in I think it I don't know if it was in the actual film, but in the trailer for Inside Out, um, the sport that was being watched in the yes the Dad's yes. head, it like in in the UK and probably in other parts of Europe it was football mm-hmm. uh, so- soccer mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I'll, t- I'll accept it President. as I-, I-,
2: I accept it as football that is the real football okay.
0: <laughs> that is the real football because you kick it have you- and have. most countries in uh... the world like um... Yeah. Um, and they had yeah. ice, ice hockey in the states and like in the Captain America the Winter Soldier where there's the list uh, yeah. and every every country it varies like like in in the UK, it's got like the nineteen sixty six World Cup final and stuff like that. That's really like,
3: weird, for Captain America, because he would not give a shit about Bobby Charles.
0: Exactly, exa- <laughs> that's that's a, pretty much half the things uh, like stuff that wouldn't matter. To America, <laughs> that's but so it, weird. Say, ah, like, oh, yes, mm. Captain America really wants to know this thing about Korean culture.
3: <laughs> you know, they've been doing that. They've been doing that for a long time, actually. Um, in Toy Story two. There's a part where, like, the TV is in Al's Al, of Al's toy, toy barn. Mm-hmm. His TV goes off, you know. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it's like they finish their broadcasting for the day kind of thing. And in the American version of the film, the American flag comes up, but in the international version, they use a globe. Interesting, yeah. yeah but yeah.
4: there used to be <sighs> maybe a wasn't there, there was an American flag um, whole thing at the end of, uh, after the end of the broadcast when television would go off air. There was like a um, patriotic type thing with the American flag and then static. Yeah. Oh so yeah, that, that's... That, that,
3: that's what I'm describing, that's what happened. Oh, with... whoa,
4: whoa, 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 okay, they gotcha. Kind
3: of, like, because no one outside of America knows what that is. Interesting, yeah. They just use the globe. So, huh, like, that's movies, like, Subtly for a while.
0: Uh-huh. And the UK version of Cars has got Jeremy Clarkson. <laughs> <Of course he laughs> in the Jeremy Car-
3: well. no. Clarkson
0: from Top Gear.
3: No, no okay. I was trying to punify his name. Oh, but... uh, okay. <sighs> <laughs> okay.
0: Okay.
1: Okay.
4: Let's, let's move on. Is that punify? Punify, yep. Yeah.
0: Punify... Nice. You'll be punished.
2: <laughs> oh, good job, Chris! So, good so job. what
3: else? Is that all you've been watching, Rachel? Um,
2: the only other thing, other than the usual suspects like Star Wars Rebels and everything, that was they had a big episode this past week, which has uh, bridged a lot more with um other forms like of the uh, Star Wars media, like especially Clone Wars. It was tying tying more ties together with that and um. Uh the only other thing I've been trying to uh, keep up with was uh the uh the French cartoon that has been recently got a dub in uh on Nick I believe it was Nickelodeon I think uh Jill mentioned that she well we mentioned in one of our earlier podcasts that I started watching uh The Miraculous Adventures of uh Ladybug and uh Cat Noir. I've been watching both <laughs> the uh both the the dub and the uh the original French version I'm trying to catch up on my ep- episodes for that and I've I'm loving more and more what I see. They're actually um, breaking the formula just slightly, so they actually... Uh, I think one of the more recent episodes was uh, they uh, actually introduced the whole idea of how they got their powers in the first place and the original connection between these two, uh, our two protagonists. It was really adorable.
0: So... Apparently... It, apparently that aired in... Sorry, that aired in South Korea first, apparently. Yeah, that it, it did. It's a co-pro- co-production between South Korea... Uh, Japan and France, mm-hmm. apparently I discovered cause it. Yeah, it's an interesting, so... it's an
2: interesting collaboration, and um, <clears throat> I'm really liking the feel of this show. It's it's a lot of fun. And
3: um, what's it called again?
2: The miraculous adventures of Ladybug and Chat Noir, or Cat Noir,
0: because uh, okay. Chat
2: is Cat in France.
0: We. I saw, I saw the trailer, and the animation is really pretty.
2: Um, which 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 version of the trailer? Because I know there was a 2D trailer, and then there was a three, di- you know, the actual oh, show is in three dimensions.
0: Yeah, it was it was a 3D one. It was
2: oh yeah, the animation is in yeah. both because I remember the original um, trailer that they had for the show was actually in a 2D like Toei animation kind of uh, style, and both the oh, animation okay. for both that that trailer and then the actual design that they went with was wonderful. And it keeps getting better the more and more I watch it. So, it's... I'm in in love. I'm in love, France, with this show. Keep making (laughs) it. Keep making more episodes. Please. And that's pretty much it.
0: Cool. Dan, anything that you've had time to watch? Uh,
3: No, actually. I'm a bit embarrassed about, about that, but I don't think I've seen... Anything. Wow. <laughs> that makes it easy. Um yeah, it's also to to, to Tropolis, Uh but that was a while ago now, so no. Aw. Take that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, no,
3: I, I, I honestly I've not been watching cartoons. I saw only yesterday, um, again, in, in prep for this. Uh but we'll talk about that in a bit.
0: Mm-hmm. Cool. mm-hmm. And von <laughs> lots and lots of shorts. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I know all of oh, like, the sing- shorts singing the same tune. I can't help it. Yeah, um, it's uh, yeah. I've, I've watched an, a ton of uh, animated shorts from all around the world, and uh, I don't know. I mean, honestly, it's becoming something that I sort of do every day now because um, we have so many submissions coming in. Um, Oh, another cool thing, um, just <laughs> another thing about Animation Nights, I forgot to mention this, but um, we just – do you guys know about um, Animation Hotline? So I this guy, um, I, I'm really excited to meet him in person. Um, there's a short film called Prayers for Peace that um, by Dustin Grella. Uh, it's done in that beautiful style that that's, it's uh, like paint on glass – style you know um painted animation um and it that i saw a that film of his i don't know like a while back i had a, a film in a film festival with his film and immediately like as i do sort of reached down and was like your film is beautiful <laughs> and um and but since then like he his studio has sort of grown and they've done lots of different um they've done all kinds of different work but one thing that he does um and one of i think debuting at sundance in in um, 2014 um is this cool thing um uh basically well now there's a whole setup with like a phone it looks almost like a sort of fisher price phone i the one that, the photo i saw was this blue phone thing and um you pick it up and you can leave a message and then what he does is, um, for Animation Hotline, there was also a number you could call. And uh, you'd, you'd say a sentence or a poem or talk about what you did during the day. And then um, Dusty Studios would, uh, would animate it and, and create these little animations from, from the quotes. And uh, he does beautiful work. So he's anyway, they're going to be installing that, uh, that item, that little thing, at the Animation Nights event. Um, both on March 9th and April 13th, which is it's cool, right? That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, they'll have a little podium. So I'm really excited about it because it's just going to be a nice addition, you know. And and um, hopefully I'll I'll actually get to meet him in person. We keep meaning to, and we actually screen one of his films in either the first or second uh, Animation Nights in New York. Um, and it's it was another beautiful piece, of course. But um, I love his work so much but um but yeah so that's that's really exciting but um yeah i mean i've really just been watching a lot of short films um from all over and uh and michael collin will be our friend michael collin from glasgow will be (laughs) um (laughs) helping me uh curate this one as well um we also have and then we have uh, andy london uh on cue and uh and uh a few other people who I, I haven't, um, I don't have official, um, word of when they're going to start curating, but a few people, we have a couple of people who've, uh, offered to sort of help out. And, and, uh, we're also creating, of course, like the judge, uh, panel of judges for, um, the best of us that'll be happening at the end of the year. And it's, I don't know, super exciting. So I don't know. I've just been, I've been watching a ton of stuff, but not a lot that I can really necessarily talk about, you know, except that, um, you know, everyone should definitely go and try to um, just sort of even check out the lineup that we have coming up in March. And after March 9th, um, I'm going to post information, uh, as I do, about the filmmakers, each filmmaker. So people could, if the film is available online, watch it. And if it's not available online, at least get uh, information about the filmmakers um, so they can sort of watch other works by these people. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, really, really cool stuff. I'm excited about, um, I just found out that uh, my industry accreditation was just approved so that's really exciting because we'll have Animation Nights New York sort of listed in the book or list or whatever that is um, and uh, I'll be able to check out, uh, I'll have some some uh, word at least of, of w- what's happening there, you know um, do the festival with regard to animation and um, probably VR stuff I'm really going to try and and hit uh, that. So I know, right? Um, <laughs> I know. I'm really excited. I don't know. Like they haven't even listed yet. I, I'm sort of like looking at the website. Like I'm like, oh, next week they're gonna post it. Like after Animation Nights, but um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, I can't wait. But um, but first things first, we have to do the um, tech run because we anticipate sort of a large crowd for this one. I think it's gonna be like. 70 degrees. Um, for animation at Nights New York, I mean, it's going to be about probably 70 degrees that day. Isn't that crazy? Mm. Or like um, mid-60s? I have no idea. What that means. Fahrenheit, Fahrenheit, 70 degrees Fahrenheit. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, No, no,
1: no, I, no
0: not a clue. Is that it's, Is it's that hot. It's warm. It's very warm. I remember
3: I was like... once somewhere with my granddad <laughs> and he said 90. He said, wow, it's 90 today. And I was like, oh, 90's hot. So I guess
4: it's really yeah. warm it sounds it's, good
1: for um and it's
4: breezy there'll be a lot of foot traffic down by the south street seaport let's put it that way and, and um so i you know i don't know what's going to happen but i have a feeling it's going to be pretty busy so um yeah it's exciting i can't wait <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll be able to upgrade our projector soon <laughs> That'd be a good step up. Awesome. Yeah, no. It looks pretty good now. We have like sort of off like sort of uh gray slightly gray walls, which helps. But um Yeah, I remember yeah, you mentioned uh,
2: that last time.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um it, it helps a lot. Um but yeah, I was I and I went to the um Visual Effects Society uh <laughs> Visual Effects Society um uh awards event um the other night. Uh they honoured Chris Wedge with the Empire Award. Like, it's a new award. I think it's, they've only done it for two years now. Oh, and, yeah, um, I think
2: we're talking, we, we uh, had a discussion about that in one of the previous podcasts,
4: I think, of the Empire Awards. Ah, yeah, that's, that's cool. Yeah, I actually went to the event just, like, last, a couple days ago, it was a couple days ago,
0: the other uh, night. I think that must be separate things. Are you sure? Is it? Oh, no. Because Empire... Magazine, it's their movie. Oh, oh. Huh. I'm sorry, I got that
2: confused. Sorry. Yeah,
0: no. Oh,
4: okay. Yeah, no, this is the Visual Effects Society and Award, yeah. and um, it's yeah, it's only the second one they've done, but they gave it to Chris Wedge who was there, and um, and uh, and uh, what was my point with that? Um, they, but they, uh, I forgot my freaking point with that. Mm, that's hilarious. I totally lost my train of thought. <laughs> empire award Chris wedge blue sky mm, no can't remember oh, no. <laughs> sorry guys all right <laughs> i had something really i'm sure super important to tell you and i forgot That's it'll right. come back to me later but yeah i wish i had more stuff uh more things i have a there's a collection this dvd of um italian contemporary filmmakers that i'd like to watch and and uh mm-hmm. zootopia on saturday but um yeah, Until then I can't really I've had nothing
0: really to talk about I think I probably I think I probably watched enough for all of Yeah, the... <laughs> no, That, that was, was really awesome.
4: awesome That was really
0: awesome That was a lot of stuff <laughs> Why Japan? Why? Has, it, any of it, has any of it like sunk in? Any of it? Well
3: has it all been like fast food Or have you
0: <laughs> Like
3: is there anything which is Going to stick with you?
0: uh no I, i've yeah i think um that only it um whisper of the heart definitely oh yeah of course and oh no, that's enough and short so, <laughs> sure online de- made an impact definitely <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: whether good it, impact or not was... we've already discussed
0: yes <laughs> uh and there may there may be a review in in the near future mm-hmm. uh but now i've got an omelisa to review so i've got a Sort out soon instead right uh that's what we've been watching then yep. i guess um apart from one other thing that some people have been watching but that is down
1: <laughs> you wouldn't even meet that guy 27 is too old to be picky
0: oh thanks
2: a lot When my sisters recall the good old days, it's mainly about
0: fashions or pop stars. For them, 1966 was the high point of their youth. But for me, it was just fifth grade. Okay, uh, so now we're going to be talking about Only Yesterday, which is now playing in venues across the United States and Canada and for G-Kids. And unfortunately, I haven't been able to watch it, as I said but um, uh, Rachel here and Dan have very re- well, Rachel's just seen it the other week and written up an excellent review of it for the website. And Dan is familiar with it from years ago and has re watched it as well. So they're going to be talking about it. Um, and I'm going to be here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and uh, We're, we're going to be here. Going, oh, that sounds interesting. I want to watch that. Uh, so I guess mm. who? Uh, I don't know who. Well, Rach, I guess as you wrote the review, uh, it might be a good idea for you to get kick off.
2: Oh, okay. Just find a place to start. and yeah. um, All right. Yeah. Well, one of the interesting things I'd like to say is just the fact that it's uh, one of the reasons it took like so long to get this film a proper dub. I mean, obviously, you know, with all the other uh, Studio Ghibli films, like there's a like, an ongoing theme of, like, you know, the fantasy elements and all of everything, even, like, the more uh, laid-back uh, films in Studio Ghibli still, you know, got a... still managed to work into a release. But I understand why, to an extent, why it took so long for this uh, Only Yesterday to get a dub, but at the same time, it's, you know, while watching it for the very first time, it's part of the reason why that took, you know, why Disney, when they had the rights to... Uh, mm. to Bring over more Studio Ghibli films. Why they were so nervous to, to dub it, but at the same time, it's just it's what makes the movie so special, and probably one of my yeah, it's probably now one of my favorite Studio Ghibli films of all time.
3: Wow, I was about, I was gonna ask you like, what did you think of it? But
2: and I just that's what I said. It's it's
1: I was uh, thoroughly it's... impressed
2: by this movie. Mm. It was really something special. It made me <laughs> like I, I had to take a moment mm. after I'd stopped watching it, um, to just kind of just absorb everything and just kind of it, it also like had a good deal of personal reflection also and it was like that's that's a sign of a really, really good movie.
1: Mm.
2: If it makes you reflect on your own life and it's just like, well, you know what, that's that's a that's really awesome. so uh, that it was able to do that. And it's, like, I'm trying to, like... I'm not sure if I could, like, talk about any specific moment, but just, like, the overall film and just the style of it. It was very different than uh, some of the other... I mean, you could th- you can still tell it's, like, the Ghibli style, but there's something different about it. I don't know if you've... Uh, you picked up on that, Dan, when you watched it.
3: Um, yeah, I think so. I, I, <clears throat> I mean, like, maybe what you're referring to is the... The most unique thing, I think, is just the directing style. It's Takahata. So it's Mm -hmm. really... He's influenced by, like, neorealist cinema and all sorts of things. And he's not... um, He's such an interesting director because I think he actually is more universal than Miyazaki Mm -hmm. in lots of ways. Um, But at the same time, he... Isn't um, in the same way that Miyazaki treats he he basically treats his audience in a very different way to Miyazaki I think. Yeah. Um, I mean, like excluding The Wind Rises, I think Miyazaki tends to entertain and try to um, entertain entertain an audience in the same way like that Spielberg might really like play them. Um, but Takahata like, just kind of presents what's happening, and it's like a slice of life. You just watch people do things, and it's observations. Um... Yeah, um... sorry, I forgot. I forgot your question.
2: No, your it's just question, like the, the difference I, in I animation kind of style compared to at I least some what? other uh, of the Studio Ghibli oh. films, like because I know, like it's it's still like in okay. terms of the overall expressions
3: mm.
2: and faces, it's pretty much the same. Well, but, it, there's... It is,
3: but they tried something different with this movie. Actually, this was the first time that Taka had to um, so in, in Japanese animation, the norm um, which is the opposite of, I think animation most other places is um, they call it after recording um, which is they have the picture and then they get the actors to dub to the picture.
1: Yeah,
3: yeah. So it's like ADR basically um, uh, so with this film Takahata actually recorded the actors first and the animators were listening to the actors performances and they tried to listen to acting choices they made and pauses and things like that and um, I think the acting is is quite impressive
1: mm-hmm. uh, no, especially
2: if it's you know with the the fact that the animation is based off the actors present you know performances
1: mm. Mm. which um, makes
2: it interesting considering at least with uh, the version that i saw since this is a dub oh, and course. it's the exact oh, yeah. opposite of that
3: that's really matter <laughs> that's, but... that's really weird so you so you're watching a movie where the animation was based on the performance of other actors and then it was dubbed again
2: yeah in in, in the english language and you think that would make it even, really like even more difficult for um you know the performances to come off just as well as the uh just right. as well as the Japanese version
0: mm-hmm. but
2: I mean there are some bits that seem like I that fall just a little bit flat but in terms of matching like the actual like you know the way the characters talk Well it's just um I have nothing against Daisy Ridley she's a wonderful actress I adore her in the Star, mm-hmm. in star Wars and mm-hmm. And I think that in terms of just, like, the mellow, maybe maybe it's just that the mellow, like, kind of like the the mellow character of um, uh, Taiko when she's an older woman, yeah. you know, when she's grown up, maybe that was the, you know, what kind of maybe just made me feel uh-huh. like it fell off a flat, bit flat, because she just, she just seemed so chill through most of the film.
3: She, I think... And, and, and Daisy really, like, she
2: got sure. that. If that. If that's what they were originally going for, that's, she got that 100%. It just, I don't yeah, know, maybe that, that would it, throw it, me it, off that a little is, bit.
3: That is kind of her character, actually. She's quite, okay. Then
2: that's.
3: I mean, she's literally an introvert, mm-hmm.
2: like,
3: because she's the the film is about this woman who who um, who goes on like a holiday from work, and she travels to um, the countryside um, to go and work on a on a safflower farm. Is Mm -hmm. that what they is that what they call it in the dub? Yeah,
2: safflowers. Yeah, yeah. They 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 stayed true to that. They stayed true to a lot of things, I think, from the way they were talking about it.
3: Yeah, I want because it's a really um so like and and anyway so she's she she goes to the um the countryside, and as she's traveling, she starts thinking of her ten year old self, and the film kind of jumps between her holiday. In, in Yamagata, where she's working on this farm, and the time when she was ten, um,
2: and various things that happened while she was, you know, when she was ten in her in her class.
3: Yeah, yeah. The, actually, the um the the Japanese title is Omoide de Poro Poro, and it's that that's like memories falling like raindrops mm-hmm. is kind of what it translates to, um, rather than only yesterday. And yeah. it, that's kind of how. The past kind of works in the movie. It's just here and there you get like a moment, like of something that happened when she was ten, like a dinner that she had with her parents where they tried pineapple for the first time.
2: Yeah.
3: Or just that the, was like, an interesting scene. The little specific things like that. Um. And yeah, it's just kind of before she traveled Before she goes on holiday, she's talking to. Is it her mum or her sister? And she's like, "Oh, come on! You're 27. You're not married. You're not going to get a better offer than the one you just got." Like a guy kind of proposed to her, I think.
1: Mm-hmm. You, know, you
3: know, it's not seen, and it's kind of implied that she's at a, a crossroads in her life. It feels like, yeah. That.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, but that's kind of the film, really. I mean, it's kind of hard to spoil from there. <laughs> It's it's just. It really
2: a, is. That's basically all that happens in the film. But it's still it's it's an enjoyable <clears throat> ride. Like yeah,
3: seeing
2: I, you know cutting back, especially all to those little moments of uh, so, you know flashbacks that she has.
3: It's really weird to me that you've seen the dub because um, I first saw this uh, some like seven years ago, I think, mm-hmm. and it was the only film. It, it was like the only film in the. Um, in the optimum, like Ghibli collection that had no dub.
2: Yeah, it, it was that way for a long <clears> time <throat> until G Kids uh, got a hold soft. of it.
3: And I, maybe because of that, like it always struck me as a really Japanese movie because it has like um, it has lots of like cultural references to yeah Japanese things. Um, I mean, does it work for you as a dub in English? Does it work hearing?
2: Yeah, they in terms of uh, the dub, in terms of like keeping true to the Japanese culture, at you know while still speaking, you know the characters speaking in English, they they didn't change a thing. It seemed. I mean, they had obviously they had to alter, you know, they had to make sure the to work the dialogue around so it could you know still seem natural and flow just as well, and still get the point across of the conversation or whatever the line of dialogue was. But no, yeah, I, I feel like. With watching this film, I don't feel like I missed anything just because I was watching a dub,
3: right? And Daisy really puts on like an American accent.
2: Yeah, yeah, she did.
3: Interesting, and and Dev Patel did too bad. Hmm. And Dev Patel doesn't. Right.
2: I'm sorry. what was that? Sorry.
3: Um, Dev Patel.
2: Yeah, Dev Patel was um. I forget what. Oh god, the name of the character is escaping, but he's the Toshiro. Toshiro. Um, he actually oh, no, had a bit T- of an Toshiro. accent, a and a... um,
1: uh,
2: I can't really say what kind of accent it was. It was. It was definitely not. I don't think it was. I don't think it was an American accent, but it was. It was definitely a an an accent.
3: Okay, interesting. All right.
2: But it was. It was fine. It like. He, it was, I mean,
3: like, I'm asking if he sounded. If he sounded different. Um, to Daisy Ridley, basically, because yes, in, he did in, in the in the well, <laughs> not that he's like a man and she's a woman, but no, um, no, I
2: understand what you're. I understand because what you're as
3: talking. I understand, like there's a slight difference in that. Um, Taiko is like a real city girl, and Toshio is not. He's like a real country guy.
2: Yeah, he is, and you can
3: hear that apparently, like in his
2: yeah the, with the. The accent in the um in mm. Japanese, the, mm. the way they talk, it the, the dialect's different, mm. just a little bit. Um, between where you you know depending on where you live, and you do get that sense in when you uh, listen to uh, Toshio and uh, Taiko talk in mm. the dub too.
3: Interesting.
2: It's a very it's a, like he hasn't he has an accent when he speaks, and it it, it does mm. differentiate between the two of them.
3: Yeah, because that was actually something that I've seen the film countless times actually and mm-hmm. I watched it again this morning um, and like that was one of the things that kind of stood out to me most was that she was a real city girl and she was kind of not not out of place but she kind of stuck out in the country
2: yeah Though she did her darndest to fit in like she, you, mm-hmm. you, you got the sense that she was very enthusiastic about everything that she was doing Mm-hmm. It was a subdued enthusiasm. Yeah, because she seems like a generally subdued character in in general. She just kind of just kind of a go with the flow kind of thing.
3: Yeah, exactly. I mean, like the kind of the reason she doesn't feel like a flat character is because you have all these moments from her past, like kind of adding up in your mind who she is.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: You see her. You see her interact with more people in the segments in her past than in. Than in the present.
2: Yeah.
3: Mm. Yeah, just like the way, so like a lot of it is about, because she's 10, is about like how she, like her relationships with people in her family. And like their And so, her
2: classmates at school.
3: Oh, oh yeah, those scenes are the funnest.
2: Oh, yeah.
3: I, those are probably, sacred.
2: if I had to pick my favorite scenes, like any of the flashbacks that were involved. Her like her time at school was always my favorite.
3: Just the way how like the kids behave is so it's just exactly how kids behave when they're 10 and they're yep. left on their own and they have their own problems and like one of them might be really snotty and snooty like next to like a kid who's just a complete you know tool <laughs> and, and they're all like um teasing each other about oh he likes you and oh I heard that she likes you and people are mm-hmm. like, blushing and it's 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 really sweet. But
0: boys that's a Ghibli speciality,
3: isn't it?
2: <laughs> Getting the kids
3: yeah. right. Boys like, teasing the girls. Like the in... Oh yeah, but like i the the I, I think the whole movie like does a really good job of just groups of people. And how they interact, and in the classroom, it's—I don't think like there's a live-action movie either, either that's really, really done justice, like to how kids really behave in school. Yeah,
2: no, not that I've seen. This was like one of the first films that I've ever seen, period, that it has got that right. It made me feel like I was ten years old, sitting in my classroom again.
1: Mm, mm, it I... took
2: it took me back, and I didn't grow up in Japan.
3: No, I well, I think mm. that's actually. It's te- yeah, it's a very universal film actually. Like despite what I was saying about it being really Japanese and the cultural stuff doesn't really matter. It's mm-hmm. because you've had all these experiences, you've you've known people like that at school. You've, I mean, I think the school sections I related to most, the family stuff, I think is actually kind of culturally or um, historically. Uh, different yeah the way the family's set up is her father is a real stoic he just sits there all the time and reads the paper and i he think he
2: barely the, ever speaks
3: he barely ever speaks the thing he says most is i want my dinner um mm. and whenever she wants to do something it's she asks her mum, and then her mum doesn't answer and just looks at her dad
2: yeah, and it's like he's... you gotta get the dad's the dad's approval first. Yeah,
3: it's a real like man of the house, old fashioned family um setup.
0: Mm-hmm. It's set when it's set So
3: in... it's set when she's ten, it's set in nineteen sixty six, I think. Yeah, it was in the mid nineteen sixties. Yeah, so um hey, uh, uh, World Cup time.
2: <laughs> yeah, I remember that she said it was. It was around the time the Beatles came to Japan.
3: Yeah, yeah. So like her sisters like are all into like um, mini skirts and the Beatles and um... there was another one who was into like a singer.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget who it was though.
3: Yeah, um, and and she's the younger. She's the youngest as well. So she sees her sisters doing all these things and having like telling her um, about all these things they've done. And she kind of feels like she's missing out a lot.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, like she hears someone at school say, oh, for the summer holidays, I'm going to the country. And she's really kind of jealous. And she goes home and she says to her mom, like, so what are we going to do? We're going to go to um, grandma's place in the country. <laughs> and her mom's like, grandma lives with us you know and we don't have any family in the country so don't ask and she's kind of like she's always longing for something
1: mm-hmm.
3: she's a really i think she's a really complicated character actually um but like that's actually another thing like in talking about the film being universal it's it's about a woman it's about like um a little girl and i related to it um, I mean, that, the, yeah. The, there are parts of the film which, uh, um, I, th- I think the I think the only thing that actually really really kept it from being released by Disney was these scenes where girls are taught about periods.
2: Yeah, that was I, that was that was the main thing when I when I they started talking about like like oh that's why Disney didn't touch this.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's
2: because they go on for quite a long time discussing about you know. Girls coming, you know, the the you know coming into their womanhood and all that stuff, mm. and you know, finding out about what it is, you know, how do you deal with it, and so on, and so forth, and it just, just well, like, like I was, know, I appreciated that, but at the same time, I was like, yeah. oh, that's why, that's why Disney didn't want to get involved with <laughs> yeah. this.
3: Yeah, the way they, but like the way they approach it, it's just like exactly how I remember it being at school. Same the girls here. were kind of quiet, and you know, and 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 they kind of touch on the fact that like. Um, some are late bloomers, and some, you know, some girls have already gone through this stuff, and mm-hmm. and the boys are just really immature about it. Oh yeah, and they truly because they, treat Cause they like,
2: know nothing.
3: They run around like saying, "Oh no, I'm gonna get a period when they touch girls, like it's cooties or something." Yeah, it's
2: like, it's basically like another <laughs> another form of an advanced form of cooties, and just like no, that's not what it is. But no, yeah. it. it, it, it that's that it was exactly like that with me and in my school like when that when that finally got brought up it's, it was the exact same kind of reaction.
3: Yeah. And so, it's like it's like these really well observed details that just like add up. Mhm. So something that feels really realistic, really.
2: One of the parts of the film that I think that was uh, or at least one of the memories that uh Tycho recalls that really resonated with me, I think, other than that last one, um, as to kind of, like, a real true experience when uh, she's having problems with math and fractions, and she, oh. you know, she gets a really bad grade. Yeah. I mean, obviously, like, the way they handle it, like you said, it's, like, more of, like, the traditional, like, you know, Japanese kind of thing, you know, with this. So if you, if you get a bad grade on something, you know, you really there's really no other way to like really handle that just like, Oh, well, try, try better, try harder kind of mm-hmm. thing instead of mm-hmm. just, you know, really kind of getting extra help. But it's, it really resonated with me because I was like, I had uh, issues with that in my, when in my early schooling in terms of, uh, it wasn't math, but it was more reading, reading and writing. And so when they have that whole discussion between her older sister and her mother, it really that's what i think of, of all the other points in the film that's the one that majorly hit home for me as as you know kind of true to life though i'll admit i think my family handled that a lot better than uh, than Tycho's family <clears throat> did
3: yeah it's it's like she the when it when it flashes back to the 60s um it really does seem like a different kind of age
1: mhm
3: and yeah things about like I don't know yeah i i i I, i'm i'm with you on that it's like yeah i don't i don't know if my family would quite be that would be quite that cruel (laughs) but but i um i think it was yeah it was realistic
2: yeah um oh man that was was, that was i i I almost had to pause the movie when i was (laughs) watching that scene like oh my god i'm 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 getting too many flashbacks. or I'm getting too many flashbacks myself. <laughs> Darn it, movie! You make me feel things—so many things.
0: Damn it, check it out,
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's great. It's just he. This is actually so. um When she remembers her life when she was ten, the animation style is kind of different
2: yeah i was gonna bring that up next as they they they, it alters between like this really lush kind of full of life kind of style and when it's the modern day when it's you know her Mm. going to the farm and working on the farm it's very lush and vibrant whereas with the um her memories it's more kind of faded and um brighter colors and how was it's, I was like, about...
3: it's like all pastel colors and yeah it's it everything yeah like you said it's... and more
2: traditional kind of like animation you know animation style as opposed to like the real like, almost more realistic style and like the more modern in you know, in the modern day setting yeah
3: yeah yeah and 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 that kind of it's it seems to like imply something about how she's remembering this stuff mm-hmm. it's like she's not remembering it super clearly. There's no. some stuff which is vividly, like that she vividly remembers, like when her family tries pineapple.
1: Yeah. But
3: There are other things like encounters she had with boys, um, just uh, in in school and things like that, where everything just like falls away at the edges, kind of like um. So, like the weird thing about talking about this film is that it came out in 1991. Mm-hmm. Um, and but we've kind of we've already seen that we saw that with um, Princess Kaguya. It's yeah. the same kind of thing going on with the backgrounds, and here he's using it to talk about like how people remember things. Uh, but yeah, when 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 she goes to Yamagata um, in the in the countryside and she's picking safflower, and safflower I didn't know about this and it's okay cuz the film kind of gives gives you gives you a crash course but
2: yeah it teaches you
3: it's it's used to to make rouge it's um it's like a it looked like a dandelion to me but it's not yeah
2: kind of something
3: else and it it it's like a um it's a flower which um the petals are used and they're fermented and they get turned into rouge yeah
2: that, i believe that was the explanation they they gave
3: yeah, um and, and the, that is depicted like with real precision. The flowers are drawn unbelievably precisely.
2: Oh yeah.
3: Um and it's actually um I I'm not going to get the chance to say it anywhere else, but that's the work of Makiko Fataki who is a really really amazing animator at Ghibli. Oh it's, yeah. She's like animated Ponyo running on the waves. Mm-hmm. The, birds almost in any Joby movie where there are birds she did it and huh. she had a real knack for like natural things and like for a year that was all she did she drew those safflowers <laughs> <laughs> and she got really really They were beautiful
2: it. looking safflowers mm. I want to see the actual plant now
3: but like th- those sorts of scenes for me are takahata like something really specific about just showing every, showing someone's pr- everyday process,
1: mm-hmm. like how
3: they do something. Um, it's kind of almost like a documentary.
2: It really is. It really is kind of more like a documentary than an actual, like you know.
3: And the backgrounds are really, really detailed in these scenes because they're depicting the countryside, and it it it, um, it feels really lush.
2: It, do- it does. It
3: very and much so. You can see every tree, and it's interesting because after making this movie, Takahata actually said he went too far. Really? Yeah, he thinks that he went needlessly too far with the depiction of every little detail. And his next movie was My Neighbors the Yamadas. Oh uh,
2: wow.
3: So he like went and oh no, that's a com- forget it. Wait, Um, what his next movie was actually Pompoco.
2: Oh, okay. Alright.
3: I I do remember him saying when he was when he was making um Yamadas that um he felt only yesterday went too far. When it came to
0: He definitely went too far with (laughs) eh? (laughs) Pompoco. When it when it
3: came well basically when it came to drawing things which you could um suggest, basically. I mean, and I wouldn't change on yesterday because I love it. I love how lush it is. And there are just like there are details like just when cars are driving, they'll animate the reflections in in the wind in the windows and
2: and in know. the water if it's been it like, there's water on the on the road too. I remember spying that a couple times.
3: Yeah, yeah, exactly. and uh but it's interesting that he he parted ways from that style a bit.
2: Yeah. But at the same time, uh, at least with, um, in my opinion, from watching this film for the first time,
1: Mm -hmm.
2: it's part of the, you know, the, all the detail that he put into this film. I think that's part of the reason it had, it still holds up for, you know, so well is because it, I mean, I was watching this film and I kept looking at the release date of the, you know, when originally was made now, you know, 1991, like, like you're sure this didn't come out recently. You're sure this isn't a new Ghibli film. That just, okay. Because that that's what it felt like when I was watching it.
3: I, I know what you're saying. But I mean well because because I've like I I I I kind of know the processes, I can't help but see um like the uh, the shadows of the cells and things like mm-hmm. that. And for me it's actually kind of like cozy because yeah. it's an old mm-hmm um technique
1: actually
3: yeah i can see like the film grain and i i i actually really love that and they're also like whenever there are lights they're not um uh digital they actually you know use um real lights yeah
1: um
3: and, and they photograph those and and there's like a, there is a quality that you get with those which you don't with um, like After Effects, yeah. So I, I think I, I know what you're saying. It, it hasn't aged really. No, it, it
2: seems barely at a, all.
3: Kind of a time capsule for me. Like looking back at, oh wow, like these were just like layers, and these were real drawings that were photographed, and. But but most of the time I'm not thinking about that because I'm, kind of engrossed now.
2: Yeah, you you get you get pulled in.
3: But uh I mean, so I, as I said, I saw this like seven years ago, I think, and it stayed with me. There are scenes like things that happened when she was younger, um and just like the safflower scenes, which have just like stuck with me. Mm-hmm. So it really does. I mean, I can t- I can tell you that it 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 will stay with you, and it I think it really stands the test of time. Um. A I pers- agree 100%. On a personal level, it does.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, it's kind of... It doesn't really give you easy answers. It just kind of shows things as they are. It's like a bunch of scenes that don't necessarily have a reason to be linked, really.
2: But, but life's kind of like that, so... That's... Like, exactly.
3: it's It's one of those films where you kind of it's a slice of life and you can kind of take from it what you will. And there are scenes which will resonate with some people more than others. But uh, I think that's the sign for me of a good film, like something that you can return to and mm-hmm. see things in. It's like a, it's like a Kubrick film, really. Where you, that's that's where a you, good
2: comparison.
3: Where you'll, you'll see it and you'll probably see a different thing every time. Um, I think oh. i
0: do with this, so it's been a very interesting conversation, and I think you could keep going, but <laughs> we're, unfortunately we are out of time uh but you should you should seek out only yesterday if you can if it's in the cinema near you um it's worth it yeah uh definitely check out Rachel's review on the website and uh, big thanks to G kids for sorting us out with getting to watch it um we we'll get Rachel getting to watch it. Um, and, Thank you very much. And um, we will be back very soon uh, with another episode of the AFO podcast. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Uh, you can follow us all at AFA blog on Twitter, hashtag Jeff Biscuits. Uh, <laughs>
2: Start that trend.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Let's get this trending, people. Uh, uh you can follow me at at Mr. Crystal on Twitter and the same on Facebook. Where can we find you, Dan?
3: You can find me on Twitter at Hamu.
0: And Rachel. You can find me on Twitter at
4: bail Ninja. And Avon. I'm on Twitter at Isnare underscore Inc. And uh submit your films to animationites.nyc
0: And we will be back very soon with another animation podcast.
4: Good night everybody. Right, take care. Good night. Good
1: night.
0: Chef Bye.
1: to
3: just say like oh what does that mean like oh how does that yeah, work yeah. or and just um
4: Jeff Biscuits
3: Jeff, Jeff, yeah. Jeff,
2: Jeff <laughs> biscuits. <laughs> That
4: needs to be like
1: the new uh, the new
2: running joke with the podcast, guys.
3: Said like inquisitively.
4: (laughs) Jeff biscuits. (laughs) Biscuits. Yes, I need to make
1: that hashtag.
0: (laughs) Jeff biscuits. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get this trending. So, so um. (laughs) This episode is sponsored by Jeff Biscuits
2: (laughs) Unofficially sponsored But sponsored nonetheless
0: When you just don't
4: feel like cake (laughs) (laughs) So So (laughs) Everybody
0: needs just the right amount of fuel to get going in the morning. For some, a nice McDonald's egg and cheese bagel is just enough to do it. Others might prefer a McDonald's bacon egg and cheese bagel. Or perhaps a sausage egg and cheese bagel. And there are those where nothing will do but a hearty McDonald's steak egg and cheese
3: bagel. different breakfast bagels to get you going. Tomorrow morning, give your engine a head start at participating McDonald's. ba
4: Some places promise you a change of scenery. Others show you the world in a whole
0: new light. Take Isla Morada. Between the brilliant sunsets, azure skies, warm, clear water, and endless activities, including legendary sport fishing and diving, Isla Morada will take you places you've never been before
1: in more ways than one. For more about Isla Mirada and the latest safety protocols, visit flakeys.com slash Isla Mirada.